Media Podcast right here on youtube.com forward slash Helix Cloud Games for episode 131 of your weekly gaming show where we round up all of the Stadia and gaming news for your listening or viewing pleasure right here on YouTube or up there in the digital cloud on your podcast preference of choice. You join me, Chris, your host for the show alongside the man of many pixels, Mr. Richie. You know what? What? I actually don't have any plans this weekend, really. Well, it's Mother's Day on Sunday, but I'm actually looking forward to this weekend to get some gaming done because I haven't for the last few weekends. I'm busy doing other things, but I'm hoping to squeeze some like late night gaming in because it's been a while. I've neglected video games. I've only managed to get a few like half an hour segments in here or there, and it's you, you know when you just want a good run at it. Just, yeah, yeah, commit. that's it. Like. That's where like as we were talking before we started recording. It's been like over a week for both of us since we sat down to play any Horizon. Yeah, like that's just embarrassing. Being an adult is so unfair. But thankfully, yep. you can listen to this podcast without the need of actually commi- committing. <laughs> no, without the need of commit. I don't know where I was going with that. Without committing yeah. necessarily like that much attention, you can stick us on in the background. You can whack us on Spotify. Have YouTube playing in the background. But as long as you rate us, give us a like, subscribe, and click that bell, so you're kept in the loop. You can't miss out. You can go about your gaming, your adult life, looking after the children, doing the garden to get to that time of year, Richie. I've cut my grass now. I've done it. You know what? When you're in the office at work, turn the radio off. It's crap anyway, and put us on. I'm sure all of your colleagues in the office will love that. But yeah, why not? Why not? Are we on the radio? We should be on the radio no, but somewhere. Yeah, There'll be a yeah, radio app. Someone that someone, you'll have a phone. No, we figure it out. The smart yes. people. Um, but no, I'm feeling I'm feeling good, Richie. It's uh, spring yeah. is definitely upon us. Uh, as of the time this show goes live, the clocks went forward yesterday UK time, so we finally catch up with our American counterparts uh, over the Atlantic. And uh, yeah, I'm just feeling good. Got a good couple of months. A good, great show lined up for you all, uh, filled with news, folks. We've got all of your April Pro games. We have Ubisoft game leaks coming out, which we know with Ubisoft, chances are it's going to come to Stadia. Uh, we have a new community manager. Uh, which we'll congratulate and welcome into the fold uh, later on in the show as well. In and amongst that, we've got all sprinkled updates from some of the biggest games out there in the world right now, amongst many, many more things. Um, But Richie, before we do get into all that, we broached a topic last week about showering, and it it riled some of our views and listeners up. Now, I don't want to go back into it. We won't bring all that up. Uh, I want to pivot a little bit this week. Where do you stand on cookie dough? Um, I mean, I don't really stand on it. I I knew you were going to say that. I mean... <laughs> Do you like it? Are you um, a fan? I am. I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan. Like, it's not, if someone offers me like some cookie dough Ben and Jerry's, like, yeah, I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. But it's not like, oh my God, cookie dough must have now. <laughs> cookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> because uh, I've, just, I've just got back from having my uh, dinner tea evening meal whatever you call it wherever you're wherever you're from and i wanted cookie dough cheesecake now i know cookie dough is more of an american thing than it is a uk thing but it's slowly creeping over it's working away into our menus and our lives with ice cream and um cheesecake evidently Uh, but i didn't get any because the restaurant restaurant had run out so on the way home i stopped in and got some of these things which i'd never seen before okay the cookie dough bites cinnamon buns cinnamon bun flavor cookie dough bites and i'm a big fan of cinnamon as well uh, in fact, sugar full stop. It's, it's terrible. My dentist hates me for it. Um, these things, apparently, fresh out of the oven. These little cookie dough bites. Fresh out of the oven. Um, they're not the taste like shit. Um, they, they, <laughs> and, and in a quote, um, I said to my wife... Hang on a sec. What? How can cookie dough be fresh out the oven? The whole point of cookie dough is it's not cooked. Ah, uh, uh, it is. It is. If you eat it raw, it will give you a very bad tummy. 
it needs to be cooked to some yeah. degree. It's like kind of like cake batter. It's it's okay, but if you're eating it on mass, it does something with you. But either way, these things I would describe them taste like artificial. <laughs> like that's the yeah. best way I can describe it. It's not the cookie dough flavored. I mean, they're supposed to be, which but... is which is weird because just make them out of cookie dough. But anyway, yeah. Either way, um, so unfortunately, if this is like a staple to any of our viewers or listeners uh, stateside. Um, not that impressed with this particular variant. Am I doing it wrong? Is there another brand out there that I probably can't get my hands on? Do let me know in the comments. I just below. thought with cookie dough is one of them things. Either you get it in like ice cream, or you buy it as like one of the tubes that, that you can make like cookies out of. Yeah, like you don't buy like cookie dough flavored stuff. It's just one of them things. You just buy some uh, when I was a bit in, off while you're making cookies. When I was last in Disney World, they had a cookie dough van that sold cookie dough in all forms. You could get it as like ice yeah. cream in a cone. You could get it in a waffle. You could get it. It was very much edible. Like you got scoops of cookie dough. Uh, oh, it was yeah. amazing. Living the dream. But I digress. Uh, I just want to bring that up because um, it's not often that I buy like random snacks that aren't like UK based yeah. so I thought uh, thought I'd bring it up to our listeners and viewers because I know half of our listeners live in the States so tell me it. what am I missing what am I doing wrong or is, does it just taste like artificial sugar um, we shall see maybe, maybe it's the cinnamon bun where I'm going wrong but we digress of course let's get Richie to some more gaming news let's get back to some gaming news actually this past Thursday we jumped into Far Cry 6. It's just had a full free weekend. Uh, amazing game. It's on uh, Ubisoft discount. Uh, I've completed it. Didn't enjoy the DLC so much, but we jumped in this Thursday for our weekly Stadia live stream where you can join us, you can tune in, watch along, join us in the chat, uh, play the games with us if we play some more multiplayer uh, scoped games. And uh, we specifically jumped in because it did a free Stranger Things crossover where we, you and me dove into the unknown. Uh, to seek out uh, 6, not to be confused with 11, in this 80s-inspired, upside-down uh, action-adventure. And uh, we had a great time. Uh, Richard, you, you've only dabbled yeah. very briefly in, in Far Cry 6. Uh, give the give the people yeah. your first thoughts on the Stranger Things crossover that we played. Having not seen um, Stranger Things either, I might add. Yes, yeah. Um, so I'm not a Stranger Things fan. I've heard good things about it. I just have never sat down to watch it. I really enjoyed this. And, and actually, if you're like me and you haven't, you like Stranger Things, but you haven't actually dabbled much in Far Cry 6. I mean, the free weekend will be over now, so you'll have to get Ubisoft Plus or buy the game. But you don't need to be leveled up to enjoy this. Like, you don't worry about You get your weapons mm-hmm. taken off you at the start, and it provides the weapons you need throughout the little story. It's about, what, about an hour and a half to two hours long? I'd say about one hour but, and a half, yeah. Yeah, it's free DLC, and it was really, really fun. In fact, we we were saying in the stream where we felt it could be it could have been longer. Yeah. We felt like untapped potential there. It really did. Uh, in terms of Stranger Things games, we've got the Netflix mobile game, which is actually playable through Netflix. The like sixteen bit art style, but for what for what the actual pro- show is, the, yeah, yeah. The, this crossover with Far Cry really just made me kind of hunger for a, a bigger scope game. And we know they always do spin offs yeah. uh, with Far you know Cry. What? We get those those yearly iterations where they reuse the map. So. I- I think instead of giving it a Ubisoft, Capcom, because we thought, oh yeah, Ubisoft doing a Stranger Things game would be great, but I think Capcom would do a better job if you think of the Resident Evil mm. engine. Yeah, there was parts where bit, we said well, it could have been creepier or more although eerie. Although that might be a bit too close to Resident Evil, but or that, that engine yeah. and their ability, their knowledge of like survival horror could be great for Stranger Things. It really could, it really could. Uh, but 
we'll probably see more Far Cry in the future, as we're still waiting on Far Cry 4, we're still waiting on Far Cry Blood Dragon. Uh, what the hell are Ubisoft up to? But it's interesting we should say that, what are Ubisoft up to, Richie? Because Ubisoft are one of the biggest supporters of Stadia, we know that. We probably could put a safe bet on their games coming to the platform for, for the foreseeable future. However, this week, we're going to go away and record episode 60 of our side quest show. Tell the lovely people, Richie, what we're going to do in this in this week's episode. It's going to be it's going to be one of those um, spicy episodes. I'm going to say. Yeah, this is an episode that we've been thinking about actually since last year, but we we're waiting for the right time on this because at the end of last year, you might remind, remember us talking a lot about what games are coming and stuff. So we're now about a quarter of the way through the year, and it's time to talk about what games are coming. And what games have been missed on Stadia? Yep, um, we're very we're always being honest on the show that we'll praise when it's due, and we'll also critique yeah. when it's due. And I think as we tick into the month of April, uh, several big third-party games have came out. Not exclusives. Yeah. Take away the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon's. Take away the Horizons, and there's still a lot left to be desired. And uh, I think it's about time we actually held them to account for the the games that were missing. Yeah. This, this year so far and uh, don't get me wrong they've done lots of great stuff this year but we've bottled it up for three and a bit months now and yeah. all I'm seeing on my social feeds are big massive games and huge games very potential game of the uh, year award winning games and where do I get to play them all? on my, P- my trusty PS5 in the other room or right here on my PC not in the cloud which is what we're passionate about, which is what we'd love to see. So uh, this episode goes live next week on Friday on free feeds. However, if you are a member of the channel, if you are a Helix hero, like over 50 of you are, you can support us lovely gentlemen for little as 99p. And you can get that content up to a whole six days early on the Sunday when we usually record it. That's right, up to six days early with extra badges, extra stickers next to your name, other exclusive packs. Just by supporting us a little bit more. So if you like our content, if you like the channel, if you like me, Richie and Tom, uh, do support us that bit more. If not, we appreciate you watching, clicking like, and listening along anywhere. So, Richie. Yes. Let's get into the thick of it, because we've got a busy, busy show. As I said, pro stuff to talk about, Ubisoft stuff to talk about, and everything in between. So could you please introduce us to the... The Super Sexy Special Stadia Story Segment, a.k.a. The The News. News! News, news, newsy news. April Pro Games, Richie. As if we're in April. The cops have went forward. It's warm outside. I've cut the grass. We've got a whole list of games that are coming to Stadia Pro in just a few short days. So, let's delve into them in no particular order. First game is the much-requested game, I, I might add. If you look on any kind of social media posts from the Stadia team, there's always comments relating to this game. So kicking things off, we've got the announcement that World War Z Aftermath will be arriving on Stadia Pro. Um, We should caveat that with, by the way, during the first week of April, they did specify. So it it doesn't seem like it's coming the first because there will be people on the 1st of April who go to claim these games and it's not there. I feel like it must be delayed for some reason by a handful of days into the month. My reading in that is they're still porting it over. They probably expect it to be done by the first, but don't want to shoot themselves in the foot. So they might be just being cautious. Because the first is a Friday as well. Yeah. So if it everything isn't done in time for, for like, like busy Friday, Friday mm. 
It's probably going to be the Monday or Tuesday, yeah. I'd, I'd hope. We also don't know yet, I believe, if this is coming with crossplay or anything, because if that is a feature, yeah. they might want to tie it in with other platforms after a week, as you said, after a weekend, or they might have something planned. Yeah. Uh, but World War Z Aftermath, uh, it's one of the probably the bigger titles I've been looking forward to playing on the system. Uh, the ultimate co-op zombie shooter inspired by the Paramount Pictures blockbuster, uh, featuring Brad Pitt of the same name, of course, is the next evolution of the original hit World War Z which is, is very very quite similar actually uh, and hopefully it's going to be taking the uh, Stadia world by storm you can join up to three players friends uh, on your own or with AI teammates against hordes of ravenous zombies in an immersive story episodic uh, across zombie ravaged locations around the world um, big thing that's got me excited for this Richie is just the three up to three friends online I think you me and someone yeah. out there in our lovely gaming cloud community um, could have an absolute blast on a live stream with this. Who doesn't love killing zombies, right? Yeah, I think this is a, fit, a safe one to say. Keep an eye out for our social feeds for when our announcement for our live stream of this game comes up mm-hmm. because we'll probably be live streaming it the first possible opportunity. 100%. Um, actually, with the list of pro games we've got, we might actually be in line for a few either first look videos or live streams going off at the same time across the same few days because uh, it's a, it's a good list this month round um but more importantly games that i mean one intrigued to play and two i've never played before so world war z has had my attention uh, even on playstation for quite some time but i've not had a reason to to really buy into it so the fact that i'm just getting it for free on pro and it's the the new ver- the newer version aftermath and it's three players it's got me excited it's got me excited yeah same i, I actually am um, like left for dead back in the day I played through quite a bit of that with my brother. Mm-hmm. It's one of them like easy to jump into corp games. Yeah. And World War Z Aftermath is basically Left for Dead yeah. again. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. I mean, after all, we didn't get. Um, well, I can't think I, of it. Uh, Back for Blood, we didn't get that. Yeah. So Left Left for Dead. I, I think people would have been happy with this game just coming to the platform, but the yeah. fact it's a pro game is a is a very nice bonus it really is it really is so we can look forward to that in the first week or so of april keep your eyes peeled keep yeah. your literal zombie eyes peeled plucked out ready for it um can't wait for that one secondly following on we also have the announcement that coming to pro is chicken police paint it red uh this is again another title that came to the platform a few uh about a month or so was it this year or last year time's weird end of last year i, I probably want to say yeah, I can't remember for certain, to be honest. Either way, meet the Chicken Police. Sonny Featherland and Marty McChicken were once legendary detective duo called the Chicken Police. But that was almost a decade ago, Richie, and time had ruthless, ruthlessly passed them by. Now Sonny and Marty are forced to work together on a case that is weirder than anything they've ever encountered before. Narrative-driven, detective gameplay, Chicken Police is a story-rich and dialogue-heavy game combining elements of visual novels, classic adventure games. This has more than 30 characters to interact and talk with, with some having serious interrogation problems. Collect tons of clues, evidence, and highly sensitive personal information from shady characters and use it ruthlessly against them. Uh, again, this is a very like noir-setting detectives, but yeah. with a funky animal twist on it. Um, with kind of it sounds like dark side detective levels of humour yeah I was thinking that I think this might be the one we might have to have to stream yeah. I think we'd have a blast playing this yeah I got the exact same vibe um, it, it clearly doesn't take itself too seriously despite the fact that it's very serious in the way it's pre- presenting itself yeah like proper full on super serious detective noir mm-hmm. but you just happen to be a chicken 
yeah, it just happened <laughs> happened to be as you are the chicken police. Um, of course, this one uh, we should point out actually we didn't mention, but World War Z aftermath is eighty one on Metacritic. Um, chicken yeah. police painted red is an eighty four. So that's like two solid titles in in the yeah. Metacritic world coming. Um, chicken police ha- ranked higher than World War Z. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And again, this this is what I alluded to on game number one. But yeah, I'm totally down for a stream of this and just you and me figuring out the. Do some sleuth and thing. chat and, and chat. the chat. Of course, the chat help us out more than we help each other out. Sometimes. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> no denying that. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it all the same. Uh, Chicken police paint it red again. Another title that I probably would have bought if it wasn't in that pro that sweet pro spot. And once again, yeah. I've been proven right, and I've saved myself fifteen twenty pound by just being patient. I'm glad it's come to the pro because it's a game that I probably would have. Oh, that's. That's interesting. I'll get to that. I'll buy that at some point, and then other games take. Uh, I'm playing other games first, and then I forget about it. So the fact that it's coming to Pro means I will probably get to experience it, yeah. which is the advantage of a service like Pro. Certainly, and uh, I've also got a bit of a soft spot. One of the devs is uh, Massive Mini Team, who uh, made yeah. Spitlings, which was one of the Fest Stadia games that we covered. Little live stream. We we played along with the developers of the game back in the day, like when when our channel was just starting out. Uh, so I've got a bit of a soft spot for these guys as well, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the chicken police is all about. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a clucking good time, Richie. Uh, moving on to the third game, and in my opinion, probably the worst game of the lot. Uh, we have City Legends: yeah. Curse of the Crimson Shadow Collector's Edition, aka your mobile point-and-click adventure game uh, from Domini Games. Um, this seems to be possibly a standard that we might expect over the next few months, it, unfortunately. I've it, touched it. We won't go into it too much today, but yeah, that's two I mean, months in a was... row we've got two point-and-click adventure games from mobile. The thing I was going to say is we're quite harsh on the fact that it's been ported from mobile, but in the end of the day, it is a point-and-click adventure game like Chicken Police. Yeah. Yeah, but there's something tinged about mobile games that. Yeah, I I, I think for me, it just, as mentioned before, it just feels like I don't know why this game needs to be on Stadia. I don't know. Because I mean, if, it doesn't. It's like a hundred meg download on your on your phone. If you're yeah, if you can already get access on your mobile phone, I don't see where the advantage is. But mm-hmm. okay, fine. Yeah, we haven't had it confirmed yet if it comes with uh, direct touch, but I would. I would guess based on the other the other entry, Adam I, Wolf. I would, I would have thought so. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what? We might need to try it one time if we get around yeah. to it. It is the collector's edition, after all. I don't know what element of it is actually collect like collectible. It's weird. Di- collector's editions and digital only don't seem right because you think as a collector you want something physical. Yeah. Well, it's like digital collector's editions when you get like um, the soundtrack, and I guess you just get a link for MP3s. It's like you still not you don't really have it. Uh, and yeah. I'm a big fan of like statuettes and stuff, so, and little little cost models. Yeah. So, uh, but yes, either way, City Legends: The Curse of the Crimson Shadow um, delve into the history of the Order of the Witches and unravel its mysterious past in a chilling hidden object puzzle adventure wrapped up in City Legends: The Curse of the Crimson Shadow Collector's Edition. Uh, assume the role of the renowned horror author. You are no stranger to terrifying tales, but this time your search for inspiration has put you on a collision course with a spirit you might regret awakening. So. There you go, folks. Check it out when it goes pro or download it on your mobile phone right now and play in full. I'm sure it costs like 99p an episode or something. Um, but I'll leave my sourness of mobile point-and-click adventure games at the door. I do enjoy point-and-click adventure games. I just... You know what? They're not too bad when there's some strong titles alongside them when in the pro lineup. Mm-hmm. 
it's like okay yeah it's it's easier to stomach when there is like when it's like yeah sandwiched between like World War Z yeah. and chicken pl- and like Issa oh spoilers we haven't <laughs> got to the next game yet uh, there it is folks he said it he's revealed it seconds early uh, yes Issa and I messed it up as well <laughs> East oh, Nine, East Nine, yes, East Nine, Monstrum Knox is also arriving. Uh, Adol Kristen is cursed yeah. by a mysterious woman and becomes a Monstrum, a powerful being who can exercise monsters. To escape from the city of Balduk, he must ally with five other Monstrums, each with their own unique gifts, and stop the Grimwald Knox, a shadowy dimension on the verge of overflowing into the real world. Uh, I throw this one over to you, Richie. JRPG uh, only launched on Stadia uh, yeah. mid middle of last year. Uh, we're getting it, it launched day and date last year as well. Day it wasn't like a, oh, a was late it? Stadia release. Oh, terrific yeah. day and date last year then. Um, probably a full price game. I don't recall seeing it on sale at all. Uh, here we are getting it on Pro. Uh, you, Richie, you actually played uh, Ease Eight uh, because you got it on Pro, and you you said yourself that you surprisingly impressed and enjoyed your time with it. Yeah, before I talk about quick correction, it did actually originally need and release in Japan in 2019, ah, okay. but I think it came over to the West in 2021. So, mm. so give us give us a rundown um, of um, so, your time with Ease Eight, and then are you looking forward to this but, one? Is there a live stream for Richie in in here somewhere? Um, I don't know if I'm going to live stream it or not. Um, Ease Eight, I really enjoyed it. it. I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed. If you go, I, well, I actually have a first look of Ease Eight on the channel and. I describe in that game, like that first look, as the graphics reminding me of like Final Fantasy X, so mm-hmm. almost PS2 era. So if you're uh, like a massive graphics snob, I don't think you're gonna be blown away by this. But actually, to be honest, once I got over that initial, okay, these graphics look a bit dated, and just got into the game, I think the story was really cool. For E said this is the really cool idea. Like trapped on the, an island, t- some time travel stuff, um, but very it's more of an action RPG, so it's not ten ten based combat. Mm-hmm. So everything you see is in the world, you can battle, kind of kind of an open world. Um, so I was really surprised how much I really enjoyed it, and then so like when East Nine came, I was like okay, this is the game I want to try, mm-hmm. but it was very much a game. It was like at some point. It was like, this is one where I've been keeping an eye out if it drops on the sale. Like, that's when I'll pick it up. Mm. And I'm getting a Stadia Pro, so that's even better. Terrific. Yeah, I think that's that's the... Again, it, in, in I'm sure some other people's list, this is probably the biggest game out of the lot. I know we're, we're kind of enamoured with World War Z, but... Um, I'd say this is the game on this list I'm looking forward to the most, to be honest. Oh, well, there you go. It's your list I'm talking like, about then. I think World War Z is a game I'm going to have a really good time playing with you on the stream, mm-hmm. and then maybe a couple of times even on stream mm-hmm. but that's the only way I'm going to probably experience that game East Nine's one I could see myself actually just sitting down and playing in my own time interesting well you'll have to keep us updated on that one I'm sure you'll get through that back catalogue it, it, it is down on the list my back catalogue's quite extensive at the down moment the but it's on. It's now on the list it's on the list officially stamped on yeah. there and uh, it's coming to pro uh, that's not all though everyone we have another pro game announced uh, that's it you're getting five for the month of april uh, this one comes in the form of a new to the platform title uh, deliver us the moon of course we only announced uh, just last well last week sure that it's coming to stadia 
and uh, they've been all over social media touting uh, they're thrilled excited to be working on this bringing it across porting it to the platform uh, of course deliver us the moon earth's natural resources are depleted a lone astronaut is sent to the moon to secure a promising new energy source welcome to the galaxy's most critical mission ever a sci-fi space thriller set in an apocalyptic near future deliver us the moon is an out of this world genre busting narrative adventure in this game you'll assume the role of earth's last astronaut on a do or die mission to save humanity with a trusty robot as your sole companion you'll use the greatest technology humankind has to offer from the new age spacesuits to cutting lasers to rockets and robot arms as you work your way through this exciting title deliver us the moon uh, this was one that had us excited a week or so ago when it was announced uh, the yep. more i kind of see of it i look at gameplay i look at uh, the trailer uh, i can't wait to play this one this is definitely another first look for the channel check it out puzzle solving in a in a interesting action adventure sci-fi space kind of way and uh, i'm looking forward to it it's got a really good artistic kind of style behind this game i like the look of it same looks good and that's your final pro game everybody where should we start? What should we check out first? I guess we could let our viewers and listeners know, really, if you are a fan yeah. of the channel. Uh, we'll drop it into our Discord, in fact. We'll put a, can you put polls in Discord? That's a thing, right? Truly. It's a way. I'll figure we'll, it we'll do it as the, on the YouTube channel, uh, on the on the, the wall, or we'll do it in uh, Discord. But we'll, we'll put the vote out to you. Which of these pro games should we check out first on one of our live streams? And we'll get to all the others in due course. Uh, but shout out to our Discord group. We've got a group, um, an awesome group of uh, people in there. Loads of people from the Stadia Cloud community. Uh, all active gamers, all busy, busy individuals in their own right. But uh, always have a few minutes each and every day to post questions, conversation, chit chat back and forward about gaming, adult life, tech, lifestyle, everything in between. Uh, and it's been very vibrant at the moment. So again, shout out to our Discord people. And if you do want to join, link is in the description below. We love you jump in and celebrate and join the party uh, but Richie that is it for your pro games uh, for April uh, we kind of got them it feels like we got them a little bit early because the the month ends right at the back end of a week and we didn't know if we yeah, would maybe I get mean, it next week or not I think it just fell in line with like this this week on Stadia's like fortnightly released so that felt happened to fall this week but mm. they could have given us this list next week easily makes for an easy show for us though oh. if we do have games to talk about uh, now, one of the touch points I wanted to do for story number two, Richie, you know what it is because it's in the dock, of course, and I'd be very yeah. concerned if you didn't, but uh, the developers of Deliver Us The Moon um, had a bit of an of a exclusive reveal at this week's uh, Future Video Games Showcase uh, that was broadcast online, uh, the Spring Showcase that was. Um, uh, Kyo Ken, who are the, the developers, have announced that they're working with Frontier Foundry, who are, the, who are publishing this, this exclusive, and um, it comes in the form of Deliver Us Mars. So shortly after announcing all the Stadia hype and Deliver Us The Moon is coming, uh, we should caveat not confirmed for Stadia, but they did announce and showcase a, a really interesting looking follow-up to Deliver Us The Moon in the form of Deliver Us Mars. Um, the game essentially is set 10 years after Deliver Us The Moon. Uh, it maintains that sci-fi puzzle adventure vibe of its predecessor, but promises a significant step forward when it comes to both narrative and gameplay. So for those who are watching the trailer at home, it shows the shuttle, uh, the aftermath of a shuttle crash, um, a short glimpse at the game apparently has a new protagonist. So I don't know if that bodes well for the, <laughs> the one in the previous game uh, or not. But the character steps out, you've got your drone still, so it looks like it's going to essentially echo the same gameplay style of the original, uh, but with a different planet, no doubt more puzzles and such. 
Uh, they announced this is coming to PS5, PS4, um, Xbox, all the Xbox family, uh, PC via Steam, and the Epic Game Store. And the reason I wanted to bring it up, Richie, with Keo Ken making such a big deal of how happy they are porting stuff to Stadia, uh, socials, they're thrilled, they're really responsive, and they answer a lot of people's comments across uh, Twitter and Facebook and stuff. This has got to be a shoe in, right? Um, for Stadia? I think it'd be weird if it didn't, after like how soon a recent like, Deliver Us the Moon announcements come, then to like a couple of weeks later, oh, here's the next game, Deliver Us from Mars. If that doesn't come to Stadia, it's kind of weird. Right. So and, I, th- and I think pro, there's a very good chance. And pro as well. So that means they're having like, yeah. deep financial discussions with these between all parties involved. Um yeah, I think I think we should we should totally expect. They didn't give us a de- uh, a release date. Uh, Deliver Us the Moon did originally come out in 2019, so it has had a few years to to bake in the oven alongside uh, <laughs> these lovely cookie dough bites. <laughs> but uh, hopefully, this game spends a little bit more time in said oven. And I'm guessing if they made an announcement, we'll probably see it back end of this year, maybe start of next year, which is could be quite some time out. But again, this goes back to what yeah. we've always spoke about on this it- show. If you're it's Google, to you, you've got to negotiate yeah. these kind of deals for like double games or multiple d- things, right? Yeah, especially with how close the release, the, the announcement of Deliverers Mars is to the announcement of Deliverers the Moon mm-hmm. on Stadia is. It, again, I think it would be quite weird for, if it did not come. But without knowing the real scope of Deliverers Ma- um, the Moon, <laughs> it's hard to know how long this game would actually really need in the oven. Yeah. Uh, how long it would take them to actually pull it together. Is this like, oh yeah. It only takes us like, well, we need two years, in which case we might see it this year. Yeah. For, or is it actually, no, we need three or four years and it might be 20, 2023. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll vamp a little bit about what future games I expect to see. You do as a how yeah. long does it take to beat check yeah. and see. Because I would place it probably around the four to five hour mark if it's like a puzzle adventure. Probably not that much. Uh, but what I would say is yeah. we should expect to see multiple spin-offs of this title. I love the fact that it's just called Deliver Us Mars and then from there yeah. you could just go through Mercury, Jupiter, Venus. Deliver Us Uranus yeah. would be a really funny game to come out. <laughs> uh, almost like a, I would a South- Deliver Us Ganymede. <laughs> so, yeah, like South Park uh, tongue-in-cheek uh, yeah. fractured butthole kind of uh, play on words there. Um, so Deliver Us according- Uranus confirmed for yeah. 2023. <laughs> According to howlongtobeat.com, um, main story is four hours and 54 minutes. Oh, Completionist is eight hours and four minutes. What a guess. And they're the averages. So, yeah, about, you're looking five to ten hours, depending on your play style. Fantastic. So, yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because, again, they've got to be going into these negotiations and saying, look, we'd love you to port the game over. These are all of our new porting tools. Oh, what? You're currently making a brand new follow-up to this game and you're making an announcement this, like, this very month. Any chance we can get yeah. that ported across too? Whilst you're actively working on porting one of the titles, which probably runs on the same engine, like that conversation has to have happened. Uh, but time will tell. Uh, an interesting uh, point to uh, bring out of this is the publisher being Frontier, because I tweet at Frontier regularly on about a three-month basis of them to bring. He really does. I really do. Uh, at CyberChris2077, if you want to follow and- me. Uh, but and if yeah. you see his tweet about about um, him tweeting Frontier, give it a like. Give it a like. The more weight we throw behind it, the better. Yeah, we could start a petition, but I won't. I won't. No, let's not go there. But yes, if uh, if they're bringing it across, or if they're publishing it, I guess that means they're involved somehow. And yeah, I always tweet at them saying, "Please bring me Jurassic World Evolution one or two. Please bring me Planet Coaster. Bring me Planet Zoo." Um, I'd love those mouse and keyboard S games and there's a whole side quest dedicated to that go check it out like two two weeks ago 
We did the PC games. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, okay. And there's like sixty episodes of SideQuest Live now to go check out. So delve in if you do on the topics. But yes, Deliver Us Mars, the follow-up to Deliver Us the Moon. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, we'll hear something soon rather than keeping us quiet. Because Richie, if you keep people quiet, you know what happens. They get leaky. They get leaky. They do again. You get that leaky drip, drip, drip of information, and eventually that pipe will crack and out comes a flood of news just like our next star of the week Ubisoft are reportedly working on multiple games multiple entries uh, expansions updates all of the like and it's all been leaked because they're planning a massive showcase this year and a reliable source who's, who's reported things truthfully in the past Tom Henderson uh, is given us a breakdown of some things to expect uh, so we won't go into them all because again it is all rumoured leaks but we've been saying for some time we're probably due a Ubisoft forward in the next month or two yeah, really? I would have thought honestly. I would have thought March because now we're getting April and we're very we're barreling towards the summer now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess it'll either be soon or they'll probably go adjacent to E3 summer games fest. Like they'll try and sandwich themselves in a day somewhere yeah. in the summer. But by then, is it not too late? Like Ubisoft should have some games out, right? They're a massive AAA third-party publisher, and they've been quite quiet since Far Cry, right? What am I yeah. missing? Oh, Valhalla just got its. DLC, I guess, but for Ubisoft, I, I'm not, it, seems I count quite, DLC. it seems quite yeah. quiet for for them typically. Yeah. yeah, you're not going to do a forward for just DLC though. Um, even if the Val, even if the Valhalla DLC is basically a game into into itself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, um, I don't know. It might just be because every time they announce something in the last like two years, just then a couple of months later it goes and it's been delayed, and it's been delayed. Well, yeah. So they might be a bit more cautious about when they do a forward. Yeah. Until wait until we've got a, a couple of things that are concrete, mm-hmm. then we'll do a forward. That might be the thought. Yeah. And we've we've theorised a couple of times. We've done whole shows dedicated to to Ubisoft news and leaks. But what we'll expect to see from this and some of the leaks to come out of the announcement. The kind of biggest one for me is um, there's about twenty games lined up ready for some kind of near future announcement. We know. There's going to be an Assassin's Creed conversation because it's their biggest selling franchise. We know Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope has been confirmed, but that's a Nintendo exclusive. Uh, we know Beyond Good and Evil alongside Skull and Bones must be due some kind of update or tease. And we know there's the Prince of Persia that got pushed back as well uh, from Ubisoft in India. And out of this one, some of the biggest announcements are apparently that the Greek mythology open world game featuring Phoenix, Immortals Phoenix Rising, formerly got, known as Gods and Monsters, uh, is in its pre-production stages for a sequel and they're currently hiring for the title, which uh, I'm thrilled to bits. I absolutely adored Immortals Phoenix Rising. Uh, I got the Platinum Trophy over on my PlayStation. Um, such a beautiful, colourful world and uh, one that I think is very, very deserved of a sequel. Uh, that's been worked on under the... Um, under the guys of the same team who did Odyssey, so it's the same just follow-up crew. And again, Odyssey was great, Immortals was great, so got a solid, solid bit of um, bit of energy at the moment yeah. in that studio. So I'm looking forward yeah, to I seeing think that. On this leaks, I think the only thing that we didn't really know about was a, apparently a two two point five D Prince of Persia game. Yeah, everything else I think has already been announced or leaked or expected. I think the crew free. Technically, this is probably the first. I think the first time we've heard about it, but I think it's always a safe bet that they'll be working on a crew free. Yeah, they've been putting out lots of seasonal content for for that game. But yeah. you're completely right. Yeah, and uh, we knew about the Sands of Time remake, which 
up upon its first reveal got absolutely ripped apart by the comments and Facebook downvotes when that was a thing um, because it just it just looked bad it looked bad it almost well I mean we even questioned why they don't just make it from scratch rather than try and do this remake like just do a remaster and now we find out that Ubisoft yeah. uh, in Pune which is a different studio is apparently doing yeah 2.5D new entry inspired by uh, Ori and Will of the Wisps Ori and the Blind Forest uh, aesthetics interesting it's, it's interesting that they um, liken it to Ori rather than you know a Ubisoft property game. such as Child of Light yeah. again it's all <laughs> internal I guess so. which are uh, that kind of both like that 2.5D like um, what do you call it Metroidvania stars yeah. like yeah, it feels like Child of Light yeah. might be a bit more... might be even the team yeah. from Child of Light, actually. It might, it might uh, be. That's a good shout there. It could be. Um, the, of course, 2.5D, there are Prince of Persia games that came out back in the day on like Nintendo and... Yeah, Nintendo DS or Game Boy, something. I'm, I've definitely played a Prince of Persia side-scrolling yeah. game at some point. It might have even been on a mobile mobile device. Nokia Engage, shout out. Oh, wow. That's taking it back. It was about that time, though, when... I think I don't know my brain might be getting away with me um, Child of Light was Ubisoft Mon- Montreal um, Prince of Persia is expected to be Ubisoft Montpellier so okay. but also says likely others so I, think, I mean knows? they all collaborate all over yeah. the place don't I so yeah, no yeah. surprise there and yeah you did mention uh, The Crew 3 uh, I certainly think with all the support they've given for The Crew 2 it seems to just keep keep going almost uh, to those yeah. out there I think Riders Republic they were maybe thinking might pull a bit of the interest away but this goes back to what we've theorised plenty of times if Ubisoft threw everything into Riders Republic like get cars in there and kind of just make it this open world yeah. Grand Theft Auto Online kind of exploration of just crazy zany races and, and landscapes um, but yeah. evidently Crew 3 is probably just going to be more of the I, same I wonder if the crew too they've got to a point where they feel they're hitting the, like, the limitations of that game in terms of things like the game engine and stuff so they could absolutely keep making more content mm-hmm. but probably can't keep pushing it forward in terms of how it plays how it looks and now we're into a new console generation they might be thinking you know what this is time to sunset crew 2 bring out crew 3 and probably build it up for the next generation yeah certainly of course the, the thing with the crew 2 was you traversed across the United States maybe they've got plans for yeah. maybe traverse across the United States and more maybe Europe or, or elsewhere in the world um, but yeah we'll have to find out so crew follow up it might just be like a crew on my guess is it's probably going to go well, where the similar vein as a lot of their other titles we know we've got the yeah. Division Heartland which is due an update we've got X-Defined well, comes... so a lot of stuff in the works yeah, this comes after Ubisoft's shift towards a bit more online focus, persistent world stuff. Mm-hmm. Where I think if they've designed the crew too and they're just supported as much as they can, they might be looking at the crew free and going, you know what, we're going to build this from the ground up to be supported for a long time. Mm-hmm. Watch. Yeah, could be a good. Long time indeed. If you're into the crew. And uh, speaking of a long time, uh, the, the May, they probably won't, but there's the Splinter Cell remake they announced. And then that yeah. that is a good few years off. We've got Avatar still, Pandas of uh, Pandas of t- tomorrow, Frontiers of Pandora. That, I'm still thinking that's going to be later in the year, and we'll hear more about Roundabout A3 or Summer Games Fest. Yeah, that's totally for that's... me shooing for a tie-in with the movie that comes out this December. Like yeah. it just makes business sense to get it out while it's in the public con. Maybe a bit early, maybe go in November, yeah. get it out in time for the movie. Yeah. You want to get it out at the time when people are talking about the movie, when that the movie's kind of getting that mind share, yeah. And then, which makes sense for to give like a bit more of a deep dive in the summer. It certainly does. 
Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll hear about that. I'm hoping for forward. We always watch them live. We always do some reactions. So interested to see. We obviously got uh, oddballers delayed. They have Ubisoft have Roller Champions in the pipeline as well, which is like the um, rollerblading racing game. So plenty of variety. We've got some Ubisoft kind of indie titles like from the Child of Light teams, the Rayman team. I'd love to see another Rayman. I feel like we've we've not had one since uh, Legends. It's been a long, long time. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing to take away as Stadia fans and, and Amazon Luna fans out there and Ubisoft's recent announcement of their own cloud computing software is they're always working where they've always got tendrils out there in the world doing stuff. And uh, for us, it, they're just a huge supporter of Stadia. So anything Ubisoft do should be a boon well, for Stadia. It's only mentioned in this article, this X5.com article at the end, but Ubisoft still have the South Park license. Is that? And it's been a while. It has been a that while. That could be a surprise drop. Is South the South Park games aren't on Ubisoft Plus, are they? I don't think so. No, it's 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 similar to the um, was it Just Dance yeah. as well? There's, it's like license. We think it's something I, to do with licensing, I, right? They only put their solely owned properties on there. Yeah, well, I think while Ubisoft have the license for them, um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone are very protective over South Park yeah. IP, and they're very so. Busy it's now, like they can. So. I don't think Ubisoft can just make a game without their involvement. Yeah. Which makes sense. Makes sense. Can't can't kinda of pin him down to get it done. Uh, but yeah, so Ubisoft, let us know what's happening and we'll be there to react and watch along with it. Uh, shout out to them by the way for the for the cross play, cloud save, connect like everything. We found out on our Thursday night live stream and it was it was actually very telling. To play Far Cry six on Stadia, I had my save file over my PlayStation. I had to install the game as part of the playstation free trial because my brother's actually borrowed my disc version of the game richie so i had to go in and download the free weekend version on my ps5 to then upload my cloud save to the uh, ubisoft connect and then all i did is log back into the stadia one hit the download file size and then boom i was in my 40 odd hour game file seamlessly in the cloud on stadia without having to download an 80 gig game file size again and it just it kind of really just showcased how good ubisoft setup is but then also the, the sheer convenience of uh, cloud gaming. I started that update and it took like an hour, or, an hour or so to download to my PS5 while we were in here streaming the openings of the game. And it just just shows you how yeah. how convenient it can be. Um, but moving on, uh, another story that it's not strictly Stadia, but you know what we do here on the show by now. If you're listening along for episode 131, um, Ilphonic developers famed for Friday the 13th, uh, heavily in in line with the uh, Dead by Daylight guys, uh, and then Predator Hunting Grounds, which came out as a PlayStation exclusive uh, last year, have announced, have revealed, that they are working on a new upcoming Ghostbusters game in partnership with Ghost Corps and Columbia Pictures. Um, it doesn't follow the movies, but I'm sure there will be some familiar faces popping up, like Winston Zeddemore and Ray Stance, uh, played respectively by Ernie Hudson um, and Dan Aykroyd as well. Uh, Spirits Unleashed, Richie, is a asymmetrical game where you work as a team of 4v1, four Ghostbusters versus one ghost or ghoul or goblin. And the reason I bring it up is because it has been announced for PC, PS, like all you know, all the usual rigmarole ones. Uh, however, um, somebody over on Facebook, I did see the guy's message here, Joshua Woodward, shout to Josh. Uh, he actually messaged Ilphonic and specifically asked about would Ghostbusters become a Stadia? Because the game is confirmed as cross-platform, cross-play as well. So that, that takes some limitations out of it. It would, of course, help with the Stadia's fan base. Um, and they said, uh, he asked specifically, uh, would love to play it with a Google Stadia account. Could look into it. 
um, I'd buy two accounts, etc., etc. Um, and they replied saying, "We currently have uh, it confirmed for Xbox, PS5, and PC, uh, but we'll announce a full launch platform that's closer to the official release." So that wasn't a straight up no; yeah. it was a we haven't finalized the platform list yet. Yeah. What, yeah how does that is, make you feel? It's, it means it's, there's a chance. There's always a chance. You don't. We don't. You don't know whether this is a case of. The community manager couldn't get hold of the, <laughs> yeah yeah true the develop the development teams like to confirm if they're talking about it or anything. It might be that they're still talking. It, it, there's a lot of things that could mean, but the one thing we know for certain is it's a, it's not a definite. It's not coming. Yeah, which is stop. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that as well. Uh, of course, yeah. you know I'm a massive Ghostbusters fan. Uh, through and through, I thoroughly lo- enjoyed yeah. um, Afterlife, the latest movie that just came out, and. I've enjoyed what I've, I enjoyed what I've played of Predator Hunting Grounds. Um, we enjoyed Dead by Daylight. I like the isometric nature. If you've got a team, and again, crossplay does really help out with that potential Stadia fan base. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that I get to run around with a proton pack and hunt goes. Slimer is confirmed for the game as well. There's obviously cameos. The art style leaves a little bit to be desired. It's very much got that Fortnite aesthetic to it, but nearly everything has nowadays. So. It's something different, um, but it's Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed. Fingers crossed, we'll see. I guess we'll have to lay, lay the ghost trap out, Richie, and see if we can capture these developers in due time. Uh, it's due out in quarter four, 2022, so we've still got a few months for them to put that polish on the port if it is coming. Fingers crossed. Uh, speaking of uh, community manager, you mentioned it there. Maybe they just couldn't get hold of them. Uh, we need to give a special shout-out to the brand-new stadium manager uh dan dan from google that's all we know him as now we don't yeah. know his surname we don't know his twitter account but if you're listening dan we will find you like liam neeson says in taken we, well, we will hunt you down and we will find you because we're a diligent bunch of people here in the stadium community uh and more importantly if, if he retweets he shares anything we'll find out who he is yeah, uh, let, let's not hunt him down. No, I don't mean it in a negative reason. way. I mean, like, we <laughs> yeah. want to share in his celebration yeah. of his new job. Uh, I'll read yes. directly from the post um, over on uh, the official Reddit thread. Uh, Dan from Google, as he's, far, as he's currently known, uh, post saying, Hey there, Stadians. My name is Dan, and I am the new community manager for the Stadia team. I've been working in the games industry for over 10 years, and I'm excited to use my experience to help continue making the Stadia community an awesome place to game. I know I have some big shoes to fill, but I will do my best to help. I appreciate everyone's patience as I adjust to my new role. Uh, a bit more about myself. Some of my favourite games uh, to play are fighting games, team-based shooters, RPGs and rhythm games. For my fellow fighting game fans, I highly recommend jumping onto Power Rangers Battle for the Grid if you haven't. It's fun, frantic and flashy. The perfect fighting game combo. Looking forward to chatting and gaming with you all. See you on Stadia. Smiley face, Dan from Google. So we have Richie, our replacement for the one and only Grace Yang. They've had a few months there. They've recruited, yeah. obviously, someone with plenty of gaming experience. Over ten years in the industry, uh, he he clearly is an American. By the way, he spelt favorite in his uh, in his uh, <laughs> statement here. So already, Richie, the sleuthing begins. Yeah. Uh, but shout out, Dan! Congratulations on the the job. We can't wait to see what you bring to the table. Obviously, we all have a soft spot in our hearts for all the hard work Grace did to pull this community together. And I personally have absolute faith that you'll do a smashing job. And I can't, I'm looking forward to hearing more communication from you as time goes by. Anything yeah, you'd like to add? That, 
No, you just pretty much said everything. <laughs> Good. Will you help me find um, find out who he is on social media, Richard? No, let, 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 let's not dox him. <laughs> like, let's, like, he'll let him share as much or as little of himself as he wants to. <laughs> you can, you can. Uh, over yeah. on Twitter as well, the job has already begun for Dan because immediately um, some of the questions I can see on social media, can we tell? Uh, can we ask Dan if we're ever going to get Sniper Elite or WWE or XXX? And it was him. like... It doesn't mean he'll know. Dan, Dan <laughs> still is, I'm sure, tied to the same powers that Grace was in that she doesn't have a future yeah. calendar roadmap or she's not allowed to divulge yeah. information that she, the job doesn't entail. So Yeah, you're not going to yeah. get him. He's not going to leak info. Like, yeah, so not, he's not. anyone out there jumping all over this, cool your jets, let Dan settle into his role. He'll tell us everything he's legally allowed to. Uh, and just let, let him enjoy his job. Let him enjoy his job. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's nice to see again they don't recruit for roles if, if something was wrong over there no one's going to take a job without any future plans so uh, yeah. congratulations once again Dan we look forward to seeing what you bring to the table uh, but while we've got the table in front of us Richie let's throw something off it Suicide yeah. Squad are not going to kill the Justice League not this year at least if uh, WB and Rocksteady have anything to do with it because it's been delayed and again, let's kick things off. We know it's not confirmed for Stadia. However, we've always been saying all along, WB, they have games on Stadia in the form of Mortal Kombat. They have Batman, Batman or, or DC specific games tech. running on Stadia Tech in the form of Arkham Knight with that AT&T partnership. And we know the head of AT&T, even just the other week at the Google for Games Developer Summit, specifically said... We've got another game, another title coming to the AT&T deal later on this year. I think it's safe to say it's not the Suicide Squad because reading between the lines, it ain't coming this year. So my money is on Gotham Knights being the next AT&T game now to, to come kind of day and date maybe with a link for AT&T mobile customers. But the story right here, Richie, is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, the long-awaited game from Rocksteady. It's been officially delayed until spring 2023. Surprised? Um, I, no, I, I mean, everything gets delayed nowadays, so I'm not surprised at all. It's hard to be surprised when a game gets delayed, and I think it's it's usually the smart move, so take your time to make a good game. I, maybe I'll warm up to um, Suicide Squad a bit more yeah, in it's... the future. I just have very little interest in Suicide Squad as an IP yeah at the moment i've said before on the shows it feels like suicide squad is one of them ips they're desperate to make work mm-hmm. but i yet i don't think they've done it made it interesting yet so yeah I, I said i think with the last time you echoed those sentiments that i enjoyed the latest suicide squad movie but I, I, fine. i'm definitely not adhered to these characters like the way i am batman yeah. or his roster of villains or even just yeah. his sidekicks which we are getting in Gotham Knights this year. A big part of me actually thinks this delay was probably easier to pass off for Rocksteady because it's it looks so yeah. similar to Gotham Knights. I've, I actually think I'm a bit down on DC in general because most DC movies are terrible. Objectively. Yeah, subjectively. In recent years, I've, I think most DC, DC movies have been pretty terrible to be honest so it's kind of soured me on DC as a whole but there again you look at the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy and you can show show what quality the IP has I just don't think I'm yet to see them nail it in recent years well we haven't been to see the new Batman movie yet Richie 
That is true. Which I is, didn't which see is that. getting good. They released a deleted scene across uh, social I've, media. I have heard good things about it's that. It's getting loads of raves. And so, but um, now they've stopped trying to do this interconnected universe, they're starting to make better films. I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure the Batman's supposed to be connected. We've got another Aquaman movie. I enjoyed the first Aquaman movie. I enjoyed The Flash. I, mean, I enjoyed Shazam. They went great. It's a different Batman. It's a different Batman, though. Ah, uh, yes. Already the, Bat- the Flash movie is going back, and we'll see Michael Keaton's Batman. So I think that Flashpoint storyline is going to do something similar to the MCU now, where there's multiple variants and universes, and yeah. we're, but we're getting in the weeds of it. This game yeah. delayed should be coming to Stadia based on like, come on, you've got to deal with AT and T to physically put these games in the cloud, running on the tech. Push it. Push that. Push that over the edge and sink that deal with a, a little bit of extra cash. Um, but yes, delayed. Looks very similar to Gotham Knights. I'm not surprised they didn't want two games of such a similar ilk in the same DC world uh, to come out. I know there were one is in the Arkham universe. I think it's this one, and Gotham Knights isn't. But Batman isn't in any of them that we know of, which is still really weird for me from a, a marketing standpoint. Um, the only thing that's really got me is Arkham Knight came out in 2015. And this game isn't coming out now until spring 2023. Rocksteady have been sitting... I'm sure they've not been resting on the laurels, but they've been sitting on this game for nearly a decade, Richie, by the time it comes out. Jeez. It makes you wonder, like, what? when did they start working this game? What problems have they had? Have they had? Mm. And, like, this is... I think sometimes... I mean, it, it may have maybe taken all the time they need to get to absolutely nail it. Mm-hmm. But the longer it goes on, before I think Rocksteady in this weird place where I think, despite the fact that they've, when they released the last game, they were pretty much on a high, mm-hmm. like yeah. because it's been so long, they're, they're back to the point where they need to nail it. Yeah, they need, need to land the game. It's like they really do, and and again, you don't know over the over the last almost a decade how much the industry's changed. So how how much as as WB came in and said. Yeah, whatever this single-player Batman similar storyline is, we need we need more online components. We need multiplayer. Like, look at like you, you can imagine, you can almost see the bo- the shareholders and the board meetings saying, "This next big hit, we need this feature added. I, we need this folded in." I hope that's not the case because Rocksteady with the Arkham series were really good at these single-player games. Mm-hmm. So if they they're trying to cram multiplayer games and features that they're not known for. This might be where the problems have come. Yeah, I'm assuming problems. There might not have been any problems. Yeah, I mean, it was rumoured they were working on a Superman game at one point. And obviously, we know Superman's in this game, but... It might have, been. It, it might have just yeah. been a case of they were working on, working on something for a couple of years. Then it just wasn't fun. They decided, you know what, we need to scrap this and start again. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure timelines permitting, Gotham Knights arriving within a year of this one I'm sure they probably wanted to space them out a bit more but then as development's gone on Covid, lockdown, delays yeah. re- remakes, re-ideas um, I'm sure there was another Batman follow from Arkham City Knight in, in there somewhere like surely you've got three back-to-back successful games so to, to then pivot away from the Cape Crusade it seems like a an odd choice to, to bank your money on but we'll find out we'll see of course uh, Gotham Knights just got a release date not on Stadia but again I'm holding out hope because of that WB AT&T deal and um, we'll see the Suicide Squad next year I guess on certain platforms that's for sure um, but moving on away from WB into some other quick shot news stories uh, relating to EA uh, first up we know EA they've got titles on Stadia we don't know more importantly if that five game deal was them in and out done 
but we surely will find out soon because this game's coming. However, one of those is not PGA Tour. They announced last year that EA has got the PGA license back, so 2K will no longer be putting out a PGA Tour title. Uh, it'll be now known as EA Sports PGA Tour, which will be their first foray into golfing since 2015's Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour. Uh, it was revealed last year. Um, however, it's been pushed back till spring 2023 alongside uh, the Suicide Squad, funnily enough. And um, I'm not a golf fan, Richie, so I'm not that bothered. Um, I guess with this being their first game, coming back to the series, the delay doesn't really make all that difference. It's not like it's an annualised franchise at this stage. But uh, I just wanted to bring it up because it might become a stadium. We have a golf game. We have the PGA. We have this very PGA Tour game being shown right now to video listeners. Yeah, the plan might be to make it an annualised franchise again. But the first one's always going to probably take a bit more groundwork to get everything running smoothly, get the gameplay nailed, because yeah. then they'll just tweak it from there on. So there might be a case of, we're not going to hit spring 2022. Yeah. Do we push it to later in the year, outside potentially outside the golfing season? I don't know what the golf... I'm assuming the golfing season is spring-summer. Um, yeah, I can't And then miss the golfing season. Or do we push it back a full year and just give ourselves another year yeah. to just nail it? Certainly. Um, but yeah, it's in- interesting to see what happens with it. Uh, of course, yeah, golf games probably don't need annualising as much just by the nature of the sport it's not like a, there's a massive transfer window and thousands and thousands of players moving around clubs and sponsorships and all that it's very much that the courses themselves have existed for decades they probably will continue to do so there's some new young players come through and some people retire but it doesn't it doesn't change as much as some other sports so we'll see if you're a golf fan out there you have to wait a little bit longer unfortunately uh, and I tell you what, you'll be even waiting even longer for Richie Dirt Rally potentially yeah. because we know Codemasters, developers of the Dirt series, we have Dirt Five out on Stadia. It was one of our pro games actually a few months back. Um, apparently, according to um, a social media leak, Dirt um, not even a social media leak. It's literally the social media channel for Dirt the Dirt game. Their handle, their Twitter handle, has been changed to EA Sports Rally. So the team behind Dirt 5 claimed it was working on the biggest and most ambitious game in over a decade. However, it doesn't look like it's going to be Dirt Rally 3, which we've all guessed along the lines, uh, just by the nature of the hashtags changing over on the platform. And it makes sense because Codemasters are scoped to work with the World Rally Championship license since 2022. Yeah, it seems... I think this is um, a bit of consolidation between, okay, they've got World Rally Championship, they've got Dirt, they've got Dirt Rally... Do we need free rally, mm-hmm. free rally brands under, yep. under one like publisher? So let's consolidate that, and I think it makes sense to go with the World Rally Championship if you've got the official license. Yeah, completely so, agree. Yeah, and uh, I actually think EA are going through a bit of a restructure and a bit of a rebrand. We've we've covered on the show many many times about the FIFA license. I read a few articles this week. That seems like it's a pretty much done deal. And the big rumour at the moment, because it's been copyrighted, is EA Sports Football. And you know what? Reading this article now, EA Sports Rally. EA Sports Rally. This is their brand. It's EA Sports followed by... It's EA Sports Golf, EA Sports Rally, EA Sports Football. Is it going to be EA Sports Football? Is it going to be EA Sports Soccer? Probably both, depending on what part of the world you buy it in. Probably, yeah. (laughs) That's the easy answer, isn't it? Just... Just change the name for, for different countries. After all, it'll be a different yeah. language if it was released in, in Spain or Portugal or somewhere. So, But yeah, EA Sports Rally. Um, go check it out now on Twitter. That is the hashtag for the official home of the Dirt and the Dirt Rally game from Codemasters, I should say. I do hope we see more EA games, you know. 
I know we I, we've I played a few times, too. but uh, there's a... not without the problems. But yeah, I think on the way back up. Yeah, I mean we we've said it before between the big third, what well, previously third party companies, Activision run loads of flack. Ubisoft runs a loads of flack, and EA, funnily enough, seem to be the ones who are doing all right for themselves. And there's a lot of rumours that Jedi Fallen Order 2, we're going to see some kind of reveal at Star Wars Celebration, which is in two months' time, Richie, almost to the day. If we get that and it's not coming at Stadia, that's, that's the first game that I think has given us warning, like the warnings that we might not be seeing new titles. So Some of, this, um, some of the comments in this Push Square article are... There's people like, I'm going to read this one. Rest in peace, Codemasters, as we, some of us have grown up with and come to love. EA have taken one of the most independent software houses and turned them into nothing but a shadow of the former selves. Like, and get being critical of EA, but I mean, give them a chance. Like, and, and, that, and also, it's been months yeah. since the purchase. And also, all they've done is change a Twitter handle. Yeah. If that's what you're worried uh, about, then you've got bigger problems. <laughs> yeah, give them a chance to bring out some games before you judge them. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but we have to wait, Richie. We always have to wait. That's the problem with no roadmap. You always have to wait and find out from other sources for leaks and such. But you know what? We'll move on because, after all, it is adventure time with Finn and Jake. And we're moving on to our next story of the week. That's right. Adventure time. Pirates of Encridian. I'm going to say. Encridian. Encridian. Encridion. Encridion. <laughs> no. I think it's meant to be almost a play on Pirates of the Caribbean and yes ah, I use the American there yeah. Caribbean, Caribbean of course uh, that's actually a good shout that that makes perfect sense uh, I'm just going to refer to it as the Adventure Time game as I'm sure many children do because that is a hard word to read phonetically and this is of course aimed at a younger audience our good friends over at Outright Games have published yet another game on the title I'm telling you Richie one day We'll have to add up how many Ubisoft versus how many outright games are on this platform, because I really think the the edged them out now. In fact, our good friend Inley probably has probably got a list. He's got a monitor somewhere of developer and publisher yeah. lists. But we digress. Adventure Time, the game <laughs> with pirates, is now out on Stadia. It actually launched last Friday, so you can fill your boots. It's available now, and it's it's ready to go and play. Ahoy, if you're familiar with. Finn and Jake, of course, from the Adventure Time series. It's one of those, almost the cartoons which had a bit of a resurgence a few years ago where, and we know Family Guy and The Simpsons have done it for quite some time, but I feel like there was a sudden boon almost five or so years ago when there was yeah, even more it, that was like, it's kind of, it's comedy and cartoons for kids, but there's such I an think, adult focus on it. It can be enjoyed by all. It was, I think for a time, it was akin to like the Rick and Morty fandom. Yeah. Where it just seemed to explode out of nowhere and then, well, Rick and Morty is still a thing, but I think Adventure Time has slowly decayed over, over time. I don't even know if it's still going. Like, I I enjoyed it for a while and then just stopped watching it. Yeah, I think it's accessibility a lot of the time. I, I watched it and then I think it in the UK, the season, we didn't get either the new season or it didn't come to whatever Netflix I was probably watching on at the time. And then you just stop watching it. And because we like we don't watch terrestrial TV, there's nothing to remind you when the new season's out. If you don't follow the right social channels... You just kind of miss it, and it goes. And uh, yeah, we've got some friends who are like massive Adventure Time fans. So the final episode was then um, released in September 2018. Oh, so okay. It, it had an eight-year run though. So that eight years, jeez, that's crazy. 
that is crazy but uh, yes uh, the game of course brings the Adventure Time series cast all of the friends that you know and love from the cartoon series all the heroes they go and explore the high seas and search for hidden clues interrogate shady suspects and fight pirates to save their waterlogged world um it's essentially it's very similar to like any 3D puzzle yeah, platformer yeah. game. SpongeBob rehydrated yeah. those type of things, destroy all humans, uh, jump. It looks around. very much by the numbers of an Adventure Time skin of it. Yeah, completely, and it's got that weird 3D um, effect. If you remember the early Simpsons games, you're so used to seeing them in a 2D plane, seeing them with yeah. that like that rendered black silhouette around them, and the, they're suddenly made 3D. It does make for an interesting like graphic choice, but uh, yes, outright games available now. Go pick it up from the Stadium Star if you want to go on a little adventure. We like adventures here, Richie. We do. And I've got some sad news to bring you. That guilt. Of course, Stadium exclusives still. One of, I would say, the best yep. Stadium exclusives on the platform. Uh, not ported to another platform yet, somehow. We thought it would have like a year's exclusivity, like everything else yeah, seems I'm to do. Yeah, I'm surprised because it's a really good game. It, so. it does. And... Back to what a lot of people have been shouting for, folders, some kind of game organisation. Guilt, realistically, the poor game, is probably so far back along our game list now, you'd have to scroll for almost probably 20 minutes straight just to find the game tile to boot up the game. Well, conveniently, uh, oh, I've, conveniently on our YouTube, there's a playlist. There is a playlist. For the entire playlist. Um, but the reason I bring it up the developers Tequila Works of course famed for other titles like uh, Rhyme is a, is a big puzzle one that people love um, the Madrid based studio confirmed in a press release it's now owned majority by the Chinese conglomerate Tencent that's right Tencent has snapped up Tequila Works so say what you will about Tencent but they are definitely getting shares in so many companies if we if we look at it and uh, the video games yeah. industry has grown enormously uh, but yeah they've got investment in ubisoft epic remedy sumo digital uh, don't nod platinum games platonic roblox and crafton um ownership in funcom title rock studios riot games it's interesting well, interestingly actually the next thing to kill works is working on is a league of legends story Oh. Who League of Legends, Riot Games? Yeah, which they have shares in, right? That's oh, already owned by Riot Games. Is already owned by Tencent. So yeah, that, that yeah, makes yeah. So, sense. so that uh, might be how the the relationships come to be. Like, well, interesting. But uh, it's just yeah, it's one of those things that it just seems like there's with all the stuff going on in the world, there's these companies that can still just get shares in in studios and stuff, even though. There's practices that happen over over that side that we won't we won't get into. We don't talk about that here, but uh, yeah, don't know how I feel about Tencent buying up shares in all of these companies that have such a creative. I, like, I'm generally against consolidation in the video game industry, mm -hmm. but in some cases, it can be the right thing for the developers. So if this leads to um, Tequila Works growing as a company and making better and better games, mm -hmm. great. But it's just one of them. Who knows till it happens. Exactly. And Tencent are one of them weird ones where the only thing I really know about them is they keep buying people or buying shares in co companies. You don't know how hands-on they are. Yeah. If they might be entirely very hands-off, just like, yep, yeah, we own you, crack on. They could be. Which is fine. It's Yeah, again, it's hard to know. They could be. There's always that dialogue, though, that Tencent are also partially yeah. owned by Chinese government. So any government yep. owning stakes in a company that is supposed to be creative means, 
again that's a whole separate show unto itself but uh, we'll move along anyway um, rest in peace yeah. guilt I guess whatever the game ends up doing um, I, I don't yeah. imagine we'll see any more tequila works projects not that they were working on anything that was stadia bound anyway but it's a big shame because I've got a lot of, lot of time for that game uh, next story uh, moving on Haven Studios the uh, newly founded studio from Jade Raymond of course of stadia games and entertainment fame and Assassin's Creed and other franchises that she's famous for um they were creating a new ip for playstation richie a triple a multiplayer experience uh utilizing all the technology at their disposal the full power of the ps5 the reason i bring it up is because they've been acquired and they've fully joined the playstation family now so they are no longer just working uh, as a partnership with playstation they are fully yeah. first party so this game and all games going forward will be exclusive jade raymond officially works for playstation and the kind of the reason we really bring it up is similar to the story last week about the quarry coming from Supermassive Games, is whatever Jade and the team have been working on, this may well have been the Stadia game that she was working on for a year and a half, and Google give her the blessing yeah. to, of course, do leave with their project, take, as far as we know, take all of the work in the pre-production Take the assets and the team. Yeah, exactly. And the reason we say that is because clearly... PlayStation have seen something in even just a few months since the studio was founded enough to just outright buy it well, and own anything that they make. Yeah, the surprising thing with this is it's not that Haven has been bought by PlayStation Studios, it's how soon they have. Yeah. I would have thought we might have seen a game come out first. Yeah. And if it does well, then we'll buy them. But if they've been impressed with the work, it might be a case of, well, if, it, if the game comes out and sells really well, the price will go up yeah. or we can buy them now yep and yeah within the within the kind of press release from Herman Holst head of PlayStation Studios he, he goes on to say like we've been working with the team since early 2021 which isn't even that far ago um, yeah. when they were on the brink of announcing the studios from their first pitch we were inspired by Haven's vision for creating a modern multiplayer experience that brings gamers together in positive and meaningful ways ways uh, we're confident in their creative and technical expertise to deliver on such an ambitious project and we're thrilled to invest in their journey developing a new original IP for PlayStation. And this totally, to me, just reads that they did a lot of graft at Stadia to get some kind of future multiplayer cloud experience on the go, utilising the power of the cloud, which we were promised right back at that GDC in 2019. And if you can take all that work into a, a first pitch and say look we've already got assets we've got concept art we've been genuinely grafting away at it for almost two years yeah i mean is, is playstation you must look at that and go shit this get these guys have done like almost I, all of the legwork before we've even spent a penny we're in we're and committed. we know yeah and we know sony are trying to get some more studios working the multiplayer stuff because while Sony, like Sony PlayStation Studios, like lauded for their first party offerings, mm-hmm. they do. They pretty much are to our benefit single player story based. Yeah. But they are weak in the multiplayer space as a first party base. So, which is where actually Xbox shines. So this is why they're trying to strengthen it. And if Haven are going, yeah, we're making this. It's an awesome multiplayer game. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, we'll have you completely, and uh, yeah, I think the sheer turnaround in which they can go like, if the student, like, the studio was only formed last year, and yet here they are working on a game, which makes me think the turnaround for this game is for PlayStation fantastic. Like, it feels like they're going to get a game almost yeah. a year, possibly two years, thanks to all the groundwork done at Stadia, 
well before they would have normally had it. Like we just joked about Rocksteady taking eight years to yeah. shit or get off the pot with uh, with Suicide Squad, and here we are, a brand new studio that didn't even exist, which you didn't even have a name, a logo, yeah. a location. Suddenly able to lock in with PlayStation exclusive yeah. and put out triple A game. To be fair, we have no idea how far along um, Jade Raymond and the team were on a game at um, Stadia Games and Entertainment. It may have been taking a long time to get things up and running because building a new studio from scratch does take, I'd imagine, yeah, take yeah. quite a bit yeah, of time. Probably. And there's a lot of probably pitch meetings trying to figure out what the first project is going to be. I reckon the first year of Stadia Games and Entertainment, they probably didn't have a project fully running yet. Might be wrong. I have no idea. I'm not a game developer, but yeah. So, but well, hopefully we'll know one yeah, day. There There's definitely some kind of like inside documentary, yeah, material there to make something like what was or what could have been. I, and we'll I think it'd be like a, a no clip documentary mm, would be yeah, good. Yeah. But I think for that to happen, Stadia need to be a bit bigger or completely collapse. Or completely then, collapse, yeah. even yeah. We'll see. We'll preferably, see. Be, preferably yeah. bigger. Oh, preferably bigger. One hundred percent. Preferably bigger. Um, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Want to bring up uh, just just straight off the back of last week's the quarry. It kind of just makes you think in a, in one of those alternate DC Flashpoint worlds, Richie. We would be saying, "Oh, the quarry, Stadia exclusive horror game from Supermassive coming out later this this spring." Um, and then on the flip side, Jay Raymond drops a new trailer for the game they've been working on for nearly three years now. It's a AAA multiplayer cloud exclusive, uh, bringing the power of Stadia to the masses. Um, and then that could have in turn meant that we'd be getting EA games locked in. We'd be getting more games other than just Ubisoft. We could be sat here playing Elden Ring for all we know. And it's it's an interesting kind of alternative reality to maybe sit, sit and dream of. But we digress. We digress. Uh, moving on to the last few stories of the week. We've got a couple of quick updates. Uh, Lumort, Richie. Lumort, the Master Mort Chronicles. Uh, we reported a few weeks ago. It was uh, announced as coming to Stadia. It was uh, rated, I believe, as well. Uh, the developers have spoke about it, teased about it, put trailers out. And uh, we got an announcement the other week as part of the community blog, and our listeners and viewers will remember, uh, that it was coming to Stadia Pro on the 1st of May 2022. You remember that, Richie? I do. We, we talked about it last week. We did. Um, that's been slowly swept under the rug. Uh, eagle-eyed readers out there will notice the community blog was updated to reflect none of that news. Uh, the tweet that went out uh, was deleted. But they didn't get everything because if you head over to the Lumo announcement trailer on YouTube, uh, the YouTube description actually still says launching in Stadia Pro on May the 1st, 2022. So I just wanted to cover our backs there and say, like, I wasn't going crazy. I, sat, I started seeing a few yeah. things and I even went back to the, the show doc, read the link, opened up the community blog. And nowhere to be seen does it say that. And it just made me think, we did on the podcast, we did sit down and say it's coming to Pro. Or am I going absolutely stare crazy over here? And thankfully, uh, both, eagle, but... yeah, maybe uh, it's these sugary, these yeah. sugary cookie dough bites are making me go wild. But I want to bring it up I'm because at... this isn't the first time they've done it. Oh. If you remember, we got the announcement of um, oh, what game was it? It was it's already a pro game, and then it was announced as coming to pro again, and then that so... got swept under the rug. Was it Little Nightmares One? Uh, possibly. I'm looking actually at the sta- the next up on Stadia um, blog from the 17th of March. Mm-hmm. And it's there. Lumo is on it, and it does have release date May the first. But it doesn't say pro. Oh, it doesn't say pro. Yeah. Oh, right. That's it. That's it. That's that, so that's what's been yeah. swept under the rug. The the news of it coming. Right, to pro. the pro bit. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Sorry. 
So the, again, the reason I bring it up is because I just I'm really curious to know if we're going to go into next month's pro game, so like the back end of April, and then and we get and they go no, because of course Lumo was originally supposed to be coming out on the 24th of March. The trailer says 24th of it, March, so something's happened it, where it's been pushed back, and then it went pro, <sighs> but then it's not pro. And I just I just want to keep our views and listeners clued in you with what's what my, happening. My Tim Foyle hat moment here is in the last week's blog post was a typo. It wasn't meant to say pro, but it is coming to pro. But they're not ready to announce it yet. It can be because it, it can you be don't announce anything till on. It's in the description on YouTube and everything. Uh, yeah, um, but this is because it's meant to go. It was. It is coming to. I think it is coming to pro, mm. but because it's now like. It's March and not April. Right. Oh, we're not talking about April's pro, May's pro games yet. Okay. Get rid of it. All right. I thought you meant like That's... it's not coming at all. I was like, you can't just rather than just going, rather than just going. It is coming to pro. Yeah. We didn't mean to announce it's coming to pro yet, but yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But it feels like a very stadium move to go. Oh my god, we told them something. Yeah. Hide it. Hide it. Hide it yeah. now. I mean, even this last week, did you see the um, the pro game announcement? You know the graphic they do with all like the the little sliced shapes with all the cover art in yes did you see the one that had the placeholder text over it still I didn't there was actually the, the tweet went out but then I think it was the Facebook post it had um, oh what was it F, F, uh, FPO in like bright neon pink letters over where the Far Cry artwork was it was like for placeholder oh. only so it looked like they've took the image before it was like locked in and finalized and published it. And, and the fact that it's in bright, it's in bright yeah. pink letters to make sure there's no one publishes yeah, it for, for, like that. Yeah, face uh, for placeholder only. Um, but you just got to laugh at these things. But yeah, typos and that aside, yeah, though. Um, do you think it's it's good practice to not be honest with us and actually just like update your blog and just remove all existences? No, I, I think I think this is one of the reasons why you actually hire community managers where if mistakes happen if they didn't if this isn't coming to pro mm-hmm. turn out and go it being listed as pro was a mistake it's not coming or if it is coming to pro and going we didn't mean to tell you this yet but it is yeah it's out there almost like a, oh. it's like it's all just awning up yeah. to it it feels like they're being a bit shifty like oh whatever whatever way it goes mm-hmm. they're kind of hiding the info now rather than yeah. just going it's out there well that's like again like I, I go back to it but Little Nightmares was confirmed as coming to pro game because we actually said like is this the first pro game that's been repeatedly put on the service and it was and then they removed the blog information they yeah. didn't acknowledge it again they deleted the tweet or whatever happened and it just that's it brushing yeah. the cap but no one ever mentions it again well, but they promised people Little Nightmares on pro and yes there might be a small amount of people out there who didn't claim it first time who now could claim it but that's like a, a 10, 15 quid game that you promise people and then just swept under the rug as though it doesn't exist. And I think you're completely right. It's just bad. It's bad practice for yeah, I, honesty. It's almost a little... Yeah, that's it. It's honesty. It's like people... In the end of the day, Stadia is made up of people. People make mistakes. Yeah. But, I mean, you're always brought up to like own up to your mistakes, not hide them. Like if when you were a kid, if you hid, if you did something wrong... And you hid the fact that you're doing something wrong. You probably get more in trouble for hiding it than you oh, were for the yeah, thing that yeah. you did wrong. So stay, yeah. Stop being doing things. Stop hiding the things you've done wrong. Just hold up your mistakes. It's fine. 
and I'm sure there'd be more of an uproar if it was like something more relevant like if it accidentally said a big game was coming and then swept under the rug but again it's almost just doing their their, their customers out there a bit of a disservice by telling us stuff and then just yeah. deleting it without acknowledging that it was a mistake considering, considering one of the biggest criticisms they have is how they communicate think what's going on to the to like the consumer mm-hmm. it's like obscuring information is not the way to go completely right and uh and we know that and we just we just have this little youtube channel right here but if we make a mistake we literally have a segment on the show called the retcon ritual where if anyone calls us out for something we say wrong or something information that's incorrect um we re- we cover it on the next episode and say hold our hands up yeah. and say yeah we got that wrong here's a whole segment dedicated to what we got wrong this is the actual truth of the matter and then we move on we own up to it and we move on uh, not that we make many mistakes to be fair 131 episodes in we don't have at least people don't call us out oh that yeah it could be that <laughs> that's on you listeners and viewers out there um, final story for the week Richie uh, I wanted to end on a nice little fun one uh, the beautiful little indie darling Celeste is of course was a Stadia Pro game uh, still available to buy Um I need to actually go back to Celeste. I was listening to the, the soundtrack today, and that alone was like, oh, man. I need to go back to it as well. I've, I have it on Switch, and I just never put the time into it. Mm. Such a good little game. Um, the reason I want to bring it up is that there's a Twitch streamer, Richie, out there called Rick Fernello. I don't know if you've seen it this week. Uh, he completed Celeste, 100% completed Celeste, without a single death. And That is insane. And I mean... The platform I must have died even in my first look, which is available right now on the channel. If anyone wants to check it out, I must have died 40, 50 times in in my hour or so of gameplay because that is a tricky platformer. It's a fast paced, frantic pixel pixel art platformer, and this guy uh, put over six hundred hours of practice in. He collected all of the strawberries and he didn't die once, which I'm pretty sure in some of the boss fights I died about fifteen times within seconds. Yeah, it's meant to be. It's it's intentionally difficult game. You're meant to actually. It's part even thematically difficult because you meant it's all about mental health and you meant to like strive to overcome the challenge that it keeps pushing you. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's really impressive. Like, well done. Yeah, well done indeed. Uh, go check it out. It's over on his, his Twitter account uh, at Rick Fanello. Um, there's a full video up there as well. Uh, big dedication. That's 600 hours of practice to get the world's first Celeste deathless run. Um, I wonder how many times he came close and died in like the last level and just bam. Yeah, he would do. He'll, he'll probably be on this summer's Games Done Quick because it's yeah. an impressive feat to do. Um, Celeste, of course, celebrating its fourth anniversary. It's been on Stadia for about a year and a half, I'd say, at this point. Uh, if you've not checked out, beautiful little game. I know we've got a couple of friends who absolutely love it uh, out there as well. Uh, but, Richie, that brings us to an end for all of the strawberries in Sounds of Stadia, episode number 100 and 31 we've been doing a great show I've enjoyed it lots of news to talk about Uh, remember everyone if you want to support us the channel bring you better content all the time you can do by joining us and becoming a Helix hero by clicking join on the YouTube link below from as little as 99 pence you get all of our wonderful content you get stickers badges next to your name you get special content exclusive to members and one of those pieces of content is of course our side quest show where we go off the beaten track and explore another topic in a slightly deeper 
talking for about half an hour. And Richie said this one's going to be spicy. Remind the viewers yeah, and listeners it's going to be spicy. what's available to them right now. If they're watching on Monday when this podcast goes live, it's available to our members right now for the whole week. What are we chatting about? So we're quite away through the year, so if we felt it's the time to check in with all the games that with the like the most anticipated games of this year, what's come to Stadia, what hasn't, what it what's been announced to come to Stadia for later in the year. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a deep dive into that. It is. Will I go off on a rant? Probably. Yes you will. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah will. I probably will. I can almost feel it bubbling in me as we're about to go record because I know a lot of the games on the list like there's almost like no excuse, but we we will get into that. We'll get that. Save it. If yeah. you want to check it out, it's available now. 99p from as little as you can just go watch it straight after you finish watching this show. But thank you very much to everyone who's tuned in. Thank you to all of our wonderful members, all the people who support us, all the hundreds and thousands of you now who tune in across all platforms, sound and video feeds. Uh, we love and appreciate every single one of you. We'll be back next week for, of course, episode number 121 of your weekly Stadia show. We'll have live streams up this very Thursday playing one of the Stadia games out there. We'll figure it out later on. We haven't done it yet. This fest looks up on the channel right now. Far Cry, Stranger Things, all of that stuff. If you want to find me over on Twitter, I am at CyberChris2077. Richie is at... RichieC89. Tom is at AdaxisLP. We collectively are at Helix Cloud Games. We're on Facebook. We're on Discord. We're on t- uh, are we on TikTok? I've got the TikTok, but I don't use it. We're on Snapchat, yeah. I think, but we've never used it. But we're across all social feeds. Helix Cloud yeah. Games. Search us out. Hit us out. Yeah, go on. Follow us on Snapchat. Why not? You know what? We even have the domain name, but we don't yeah, use the we website do. for anything because we just don't have the capacity to deal with that. There. But again, we always look to expanding in the future, and we do that thanks to your amazing support out there. Uh, have a great week, folks, in gaming. And remember, play wherever makes you the happiest. Have a good one. Goodbye. Bye.